Welcome to Let Love, a podcast with the Sisters of Life. We invite you to join us for conversation, looking at life through the lens of love. You are loved, you are made in God's image, and your life matters. Let's talk about it. Well, it's a new day, and welcome back to Let Love Podcast with the Sisters of Life. I'm Sister Veritas. And this is Sister Annie's Day, and it's a thrill. It is. To be diving in here to talk about let love overshadow you. Wow, cool. Mm-hmm. I love thinking about that. Mm-hmm. The gift of it, of you know what happened at the Annunciation, overshadowing. But that's what he wants to do to us. Amen, sister. That you and me and every person um, has been called, mm-hmm. has been made and fashioned as a unique gift of love. Mm-hmm. And that gift is powerful. And the world is waiting for it to be given. That's really, it's true. Right? And we want to let love overshadow us, as Our Lady did. Yeah. uh, To allow this life to explode. And sister, it's something we are all called to give, Mm. can give. And in a sense, trust exists in us. Like, to trust our love, to trust our gift, Mm -hmm. uh, to trust that we have been made in an extraordinary way. Yeah, I was thinking actually of um, the postcard we received a uh, couple months ago <laughs> from um, uh, dear, and I think it was not named, some dear people in Australia who <laughs> sent this postcard um, and they had drawn, I think it was a, a child, drew um, Scraggles, the squirrel, our favorite <laughs> squirrel in the Bronx, with this two-tone, you know, coloring. But this amazing um, cartoon of Scraggles, um, eating leaves and sticks, mm-hmm. and then Scraggles eating, um, you know, junk food, and how much more of a flourishing squirrel he was after uh, eating the junk food. It was extraordinary. It was very clever and very well done. In fact, Scraggles looked exactly like himself. It was amazing. But amazing. it was like I was so moved that someone would would draw him and send mm. it to us, and it was like I was really it like melted me. Yeah, actually. Yeah. Yeah. So it, I just want to say thank you. Amen. Yeah. Well, and it, the power of that. Yeah. The power of that. It really it, was. It melted me too, sister. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Very thoughtful. And I felt, I think, so connected. It was amazing. Yeah. We're half a world away and... And love. Amen. Yeah. And the world was waiting for that gift. Yes. And I want to, again, as we're kind of kicking off New Year's, mm-hmm. um, the fall is always kind of a time of new beginnings mm-hmm. or start up of a school year. And I know for us as a religious community, even, it's a time to renew our yes and uh, begin again, so mm-hmm. to speak, in, mm-hmm. in, in mission. And so I think we're feeling it and yeah. we'd love to share kind of what helps us to renew our yes and to let love overshadow our lives yeah. as deeply as possible so that that gift might be given all the more abundantly. Should we, should we start with a prayer? That sounds great. That's great. The Father, Son, Holy Spirit, come Holy Spirit, come Lord Jesus. Holy Spirit, we ask you to overshadow us right now with your love, as you did Mary at the Annunciation. Lord, help us to experience our lives, our hearts, as gift, intentional, particular gift from you. Lord, we we give you permission to work uh, your love in us, to open us to the gift of ourselves and the gift that you uh, wish to reveal to the world through us and in us. We surrender ourselves to you and to your love we ask um, for every grace to be given to our loved ones and all all those who are in our lives 
We ask this through the intercession of our Blessed Mother Mary as we pray. Hail Mary, full, full of, of grace, grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and to the hour of our death. Amen. Our Lady of the Annunciation, pray for us. Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. Thank you, Sister. Oh, thank you. Well, you know, I think it might be helpful even to actually look at the the model of all overshadowing situations, mm-hmm. which is the Annunciation. And even like reading that scripture and then just like, I think taking, just looking at like, what did Mary, how did she yeah. live this well? The model par excellence. Yeah. Let's just go to the source. Yeah. Um, so this is from Luke uh, chapter one, verse 26. And I'm actually going to read the whole thing. Awesome. Let's yeah. do it. Yeah. Bury ourselves in the word. Amen. In the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent from God to a city of Galilee named Nazareth, to a virgin betrothed to a man whose name was Joseph of the house of David, and the virgin's name was Mary. And he came to her and said, Hail, O favored one, the Lord is with you. But she was greatly troubled at the saying, and considered in her mind what sort of greeting this might be. And the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary. For you have found favor with God, and behold, you will conceive in your womb and bear a son, and you shall call his name Jesus. He will be great and will be called the Son of the Most High, and the Lord God will give to him the throne of his father David, and he will reign over the house of Jacob forever, and of his kingdom there will be no end. And Mary said to the angel, How shall this be, since I have no husband? And the angel said to her, The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. Therefore the child to be born will be called Holy, the Son of God. And behold, your kinswoman Elizabeth in her old age has also conceived a son. And this is the sixth month with her who was called barren. For with God nothing will be impossible. And Mary said, Behold, I am the handmaid of the Lord. Let it be done to me according to your word. And the angel departed from her. It's a beautiful gospel. It really is. It's stunning. Well, and again, a few things, I think, before even getting into deeper things. Mm-hmm. right? Because this thing is loaded. Mm-hmm. Um, but just let's just set the stage in a sense that as we seek to bring our yes bring our lives into co-creation and to participate in God's mysteries, which God desires for each one of us. Mm -hmm. First of all, we see it's relational. Definitely. So there is a dialogue happening here Mm -hmm. between Our Lady and uh, this angel. Second of all, the angel uh, summons her. Don't be afraid. Yeah. Get in here. Calls her by name. Mm -hmm. Mary, get Mm -hmm. in here. Mm -hmm. Don't be afraid. Um, No need. Um, and we see that it's dramatic in some ways, like mm-hmm. unexpected. And I think this is a, uh, just something to get used to as Christians mm-hmm. that God's invitations can be surprising. Mm-hmm. They can be a little bit like they make us weak in the knees sometimes. They yes. make us feel vulnerable. <laughs> yes. Um, it may address the depths of our person or a depth that we don't know yet. And mm-hmm. God wants to unfold mm-hmm. or help us uncover, mm-hmm. um, it may require we die to ourselves a little bit, or it may invite us into incredible leaps of faith. Mm-hmm. 
which I think we see all operative here. There's a lot going on. Definitely. But then, like, whoa, the overshadowing part, sister. Yeah, Yeah, can we unpack that a little bit? Right? Yeah. Because he says, no worries, the Holy Spirit's going to overshadow you. What does that mean? What does that mean? You know, I think I've heard it, and you might have some info on this, but I've heard it's actually um, that phrase, overshadow, is actually a reference to the Old Testament when the Israelites are going through the desert um, and, you know, the cloud, and there's like the cloud and the pillar of fire. Mm-hmm. leading them through the desert. Um, but that's that's actually what it's referring to, mm-hmm. um, how how the Lord led them in that way and overshadowed them with the cloud. Yes, the Shekinah. Yeah, yes. <laughs> you say it very well. Right, in, <laughs> the, the, in a sense, the visible presence of God. Mm-hmm. We see that Mary is that new temple uh, where God is present, mm-hmm. right? What is what is What takes place? Through this overshadowing, new life is conceived. Wow. Wow. Within her very being. It's amazing. The life of God is conceived. It's amazing. And she becomes the yeah, God-bearer. Definitely. Yeah, and it's like a direct, I mean, image correlation because it was like in the journey through the desert, the Israelites were carrying the Ark of the Covenant, right. which held the Ten Commandments, I think the staff, and the manna from the desert. Wow. And it's like a direct uh, image of Our Lady becomes the Ark of the New Covenant, right? Overshadowed, and she carries Christ, who is the bread of life. But it's like, it's amazing. And that's what happens when we allow the Lord to overshadow us. Absolutely, sister. That Here we have Mary is giving us, in a sense, a, a perfect image. Um, there's no obstacle. There's no resistance. Mm-hmm. Um, I, could, I could say my enunciations go a little differently than <laughs> this one does sometimes. Mm-hmm. And pulling into our own heart of hearts uh, because this wasn't uh, as much as it was a, a conversation it wasn't a casual one mm-hmm. this was one that addressed the heart of who she was mm-hmm. and that's where God is going to speak to us mm-hmm. uh, it's an invitation that we need to have the courage to go to the heart of our hearts mm-hmm. to our center where actually he lives mm-hmm. we're baptized mm-hmm. the the presence of the Trinity lives dwells Mm -hmm. within us Mm -hmm. this is real uh in a sense our life of prayer isn't about achieving anything or making anything happen it's actually just becoming more present to the reality Mm -hmm. that god dwells within us Mm -hmm. like it's actually just waking up to reality wow which is realer than the chair that i'm sitting in it's amazing and in this overshadowing it's almost awakening to the fact that the holy spirit literally is like waiting he's waiting he's overshadowing us at all times and will we in a sense look up Mm -hmm. will we invite him into that interior cloister of our hearts Mm -hmm. will are we willing to to surrender avail our faculties our minds our hearts our souls Mm -hmm. to his inspirations his Mm -hmm. initiatives Mm -hmm. this word of love that he wants to speak in and through our lives and uh just like a summons. Mm-hmm. I think it's a summons. We've experienced this in this new year. Mm-hmm. But to everyone, mm-hmm. how do we avail this reality of gift yeah. that we hold in our hearts, this gift of love? And how do we allow God, let love mm-hmm. overshadow us so that this might radiate mm-hmm. and be given? Because mm-hmm. that's what God wants. That's what he wants. And it's like, and it's like we're no accident. Like, you're no accident. Like of all mm. the of all the trillions of people who could have existed and don't, 
you exist. Wow. You, particularly, uniquely, intentionally. And, and the Lord doesn't make mistakes. And yeah. he, yeah, it's like he wants to, you know, overshadow the gift of who we are. And, and op- it's like open it to the world, you know, as he did with the Blessed Mother of the Annunciation. Wow. And, um, yeah, I mean, I think the first thing, I mean, I would just say is, is to actually receive, to take time to even receive that reality. Wow. Like, I'm a gift. I didn't have to be. And he wanted me to be. Um, I think it's the first step to letting the over, the Holy Spirit overshadow us. Just letting, resting in that. Mm-hmm. Let your eyes, your eyebrows, your temperament, your personality, mm-hmm. everything he gave you, everything he didn't give you, mm-hmm. your your dreams, your desires, the things that catch your heart, all of those things that make you, you, mm-hmm. God stitched together mm-hmm. uh, as something to bring him glory. Mm-hmm. And uh, that he actually, he, oh my gosh, the world waits. The world waits. The world waits. For our yes. For our yes. Yeah. Well, I think too, sister, to realize that, that we're a gift, and to realize that in in and through our baptism, that gift takes on actually a whole nother level of of grace Mm -hmm. in the sense that we've been baptized and incorporated into the very life of Jesus Christ, and so we've been inserted into his saving mission. Mm-hmm. So in a sense, the unique gifts and graces that we have been that made and handcrafted mm-hmm. to give life to, the world waits upon. Mm-hmm. And um, it's actually amazing. It is. I mean, we see this in the lives of the saints. Mm-hmm. Think of uh, Chiara Bodano. Yeah. Uh, you know, young so gifted mm-hmm. humanly and and in so many ways in sports and academics and she was an amazing young woman um and yet to see the way that she gave god permission mm-hmm. and glorified the lord by living um, a difficult and terminal diagnosis mm-hmm. uh with joy with mm-hmm. love mm-hmm. with surrender she's amazing yeah like her joy that they she, they would say she just radiated and and mm-hmm transformed and you could feel the Lord with her, you know, or like the Mother Teresa, right? Who let, you know, on the train to Darjeeling on September 10th, you know, the experience of the Lord overshadowing her or giving her this call within a call to found this uh, Missionaries of Charity. Um, and Even yeah, Fulton Sheen, TV, mm-hmm. it's the dawn of television. And rather than being afraid of it and running away, he baptized it mm-hmm. and became an incredible evangelist mm-hmm. and uh, really began a new f- form of evangelization mm-hmm. for the, the, the modern church. Yeah. We're all called to give our yes yeah. and allow this beautiful gift of love that we are, that yeah. God has made us to be, yeah. to flow. Um, yeah. And. It's amazing, sister, because it, it's like if we allow him, it's like what he wants to do is not only overshadow and overshadow a person in a heart, but he wants to give us a new heart, right? It's like in Ezekiel, a new heart I will give you and a new spirit I will put within you. And I will take out of your flesh the heart of stone and give you a heart of flesh. Um, it's, it's real and alive, and, and uh, he wants it for us. Amen. Um, and will we, will, we allow, will we allow ourselves to receive the gift, the gift of ourselves, but also the gift of, of what he wants to give now? Amen. When I think, too, I, as a community, I know two things can really help. Mm-hmm. Actually, three. And it's, that's embedded in the scripture. 
first, it's claiming the new. Mm -hmm. And I know often we encourage each other at the end of a year and before we begin a new one to kind of look over that year Mm -hmm. with God. Walking through the previous year with the Lord Mm -hmm. and saying, gosh, what did did you teach me? Mm -hmm. Um, Where was I open to you Mm -hmm. and available to you? Where were the places that you know, I'm a little obstinate to grace in a few departments, or mm-hmm. I really resisted you on those things, mm-hmm. or gosh, you know, I didn't trust you there, and I really should have. Like mm-hmm. you, you, you saw that through. You brought that to fruition. Um, just like almost like an end of the year examine, mm-hmm. and turning it all over to the Lord and starting anew. Mm-hmm. Second, I think asking for the Holy Spirit to come. Yeah, and because he. When when he you know when we ask him he comes he comes he comes and 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 being ready I mean in the sense of like trust like you're saying trust your heart but also trust your prayer and like trust the Lord like yeah. he takes your words seriously he mm-hmm. takes our words seriously um, and so it's almost like <laughs> prayer can be quote unquote a dangerous thing in the sense of it it, it works you know <laughs> like it really like I've had I don't know if you have those experiences in life where it's like prayer actually works and so asking him to come but then expecting him to yeah um and and you know he he very well might lead you into desert roads you know with like the shekinah cloud over the israelites or he might lead you um to to new places or places in your heart you've never been to um and that's awesome and that's okay Mm -hmm. um and -hmm. it's kind of like it said in our our passage from isaiah like what's he going to do there he's going to make a way in the wilderness he's going to make rivers in the desert um and that's what that's what his that's his business. God only knows his love. That's all he knows. Yeah. Well, I think too, sister, to add to just such a beautiful point, is looking later on in this scripture where we see Our Lady's response, mm-hmm. and yeah, it's posturing ourselves mm-hmm. for him to do that new thing, and then it's saying, "Let it be done," like acknowledging who we are that I am creature. God, your creator. Mm-hmm. Um, I am sinner. You are savior. Mm-hmm. I'm daughter. Your father. Mm-hmm. Um, and I desire. I've been made to follow. Yeah, I've been made to follow. Mm-hmm. And actually, when I insist upon my own way, assert myself, I get tired and grumpy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I want love to lead my life. Yeah. And I'm happiest when love is leading. Yeah. And she says, "Behold, I'm the handmaid of the Lord. Let it be done unto me according to your word." There's no presumption. There's no arrogance. There's no sense of entitlement. There's this humility. Mm-hmm. And humility, honestly, it gets a bad rap, but it's the key to everything. Mm-hmm. Um, humble people are happy people. It is, it's true. I, I mean, Therese says, St. Therese, who I love, but she said humility is truth, right? It's truth. And it's actually like, it's not about being a doormat. It's not about, it's actually, it's actually about living who you are and who you're supposed to be, living the gift of who you are. Mm-hmm. The gift of you are. And actually, the, all the problems in our life come because we don't live the gift of who we are. Mm-hmm. And we don't believe it. And we don't believe Jesus wants to release the gift to the world. And it's, it, that's humility. Yeah. Living it in truth. Amen. She was like, I'm a blank canvas. Mm-hmm. Father, let your designs mm-hmm. be written mm-hmm. in and through my life. Mm-hmm. May I be a living word. And mm-hmm. she was. Mm-hmm. She bore the word. She did. Uh, and only in a way that she could do. You know, Amen. each of us is so unique in how, in the in the the masterpiece the Lord is creating in us and through us and of us, Amen. and um, and to let Him, to let Him, yeah. Well, and even it's like, she says that let it be done unto me according to Your word, and You said it, sister. 
His word? What is his word? It's love. It's love. It's love. God is love. His, and so it was, and it is. It's like in this we can live fearless. We mm-hmm. can actually live fearless. Because as we fail, as we flop on the dock, mm-hmm. as we encounter our own weaknesses, whether it's in school or work or in mission or wherever, mm-hmm. where we are asked to live in and out of poverty, mm-hmm. um, all of a sudden, none of that is a problem. No. If we don't know what the heck we're doing, no problem. No. Uh, if we've really blown it, no problem. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, it's an opportunity mm-hmm. that speak your word of love here, Lord. Mm-hmm. Your love is all powerful. Mm-hmm. Your love can cover this. Your mm-hmm. love can transform this. Your yeah. love can speak in and through. Like, look at the lives of the saints. Yeah. They had messy, messy adventures. They did. Crazy. I mean, St. Paul alone shipwrecked all of that. St. Peter crucified upside down. I yeah. mean, Annie denied our Lord. Mm-hmm. And, and yet, what did he allow to happen? Right. This mercy, his life revealed the power of God's mercy. Right. If we come to him, yeah, he can make things new. He can do it, and he wants to do it, and he wants to do it. Like, I mean, even, I'm sure you have personal examples, but I, I remember, like, I mean, this is a very small example, but even, like, entrusted with this project I was supposed to do in a short amount of time with very little resources. <laughs> and it actually, actually... Sounds like our life. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, my gosh. And it's like, I, I'm like... Lord, I actually think this is objectively impossible. Yeah. Like, I actually don't think I can do it. Mm-hmm. I can't. Mm-hmm. I actually can't do this in mm-hmm. the amount of time I have and what I've been given and what I'm supposed to do. And I was like, okay, Jesus, you have to do it. Like, come. And I literally, I literally every day would go in front of the altar and pretend I had this whole project in my hands and stick it on the altar and say, Jesus, you do it. Amen. And like, come, come be with me, be over me. And he... um he did it. And you know what? It wasn't perfect, actually. There's a ton of mistakes in it. But he made it something more than the sum of its parts. Wow. And it blessed so many people. And it's like, that's because he did it. I let him do it. He took mm-hmm. the two loaves and two, no, five loaves and two fish. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he made it bigger. And why? It's because I let him breathe on it. I let him overshadow it. Mm-hmm. That's why. Amen. And it was, I was poor. Uh-huh. That's exactly, exactly the point. Exactly. And Wow, sister, I love that. We are poor. Mm-hmm. And humility, truth, uh, helps us to be real with that. Mm-hmm. And that that's not a problem. Mm-hmm. And that's not a defect. We are children mm-hmm. um, of a Father who loves us and who has promised to care for us. And who, in and through that space, he's just he's looking for space to mm-hmm. move into. Mm-hmm. And that poverty is his favorite place to go. His favorite. And it takes trust like Our Lady. It takes faith. Uh, it takes courage mm-hmm. to live those places in faith. And yet as we do, I can tell you, and I, I, I love as you share the personal example, our lives are totally dependent on, on God's divine providence. And I see in every small and big way in, in the 13 years that I've lived religious life wow. and the years before that, that I, I did my lousy best to follow the Lord in faith. Mm-hmm. He has never given me a reason not to trust him. Mm-hmm. He has never mm-hmm. um, let me down in anything that I've turned over to him. Mm-hmm. He's only made it all the more glorious. Mm-hmm. And in fact, given me exactly what my heart was desiring. Mm-hmm. Um, but he he needed me to turn it over so that he could do it. Yeah, yeah, and it's it's almost like I love I love that sister because it's the experience of letting it letting it be done, giving God permission, letting it happen to me. Yeah. Um, his love and he's so gentle, he's so good, and um, 
But yeah, it does take courage. It does take humility. It also takes trust that he is about our good. Amen. Yeah. Amen, sister. Mm -hmm. Gosh. Well, before we go, do you have any ways uh, for others to let love overshadow their lives? (laughs) You know, I think... um, I think just this week uh, to come before the Lord, just humbly in prayer, take five minutes and say, Lord, here I am. Here I am, Lord. And that's all. Amen. And just say that. And, and uh, that enough, that is enough of an invitation for him mm. to come. Yeah. And I'll, as you are in your brokenness, messiness, whatever. Here I am, Lord. How beautiful. Yeah. Availability. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What about you? Well, you know what's in my heart to share is um, a quote from our founder, Cardinal Connor, Mm. and something that he, a vision he had for this community and for the sisters. And I really think it translates so beautifully to everyone. Mm -hmm. And he said this, uh, he said, my vision is that you will be as numerous as the flowers of the field, each a unique flower but all one huge, virtually worldwide bouquet of flowers, intimately interlocked with one another, each with your own beauty, your own coloring, your own mind, reasoning, heart, emotions, each of you not distracting from the beauty of this magnificent flower or flowers, but giving it its beauty. St. Thomas defines beauty as unity and variety which means the endless emergence and developing of the uniqueness of every sister of life. This gives an extraordinary beauty. And I guess my challenge is, um, for all those listening, pull this thing down into your own life. May you allow your uniqueness, who you are in God, to emerge, uh, to trust it, to trust Mm -hmm. the gift that you are, to discern the gift that you are and the gifts that God has given you, and uh, to follow the lead of the Holy Spirit, to, to pray and ask the Holy Spirit, teach me to listen to you. Mm-hmm. Teach me to listen to you. Mm-hmm. Help me to listen to you. Mm-hmm. Uh, he'll speak your language. Mm-hmm. He knows your heart better than you do. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, to invite that overshadowing. I love that, sister. That's powerful because it, it kind of encapsulates everything, like the gift of who we are, recognizing that really realizing that and then allowing the gift to be opened uh, through the shadowing of the mm. Holy Spirit. Wow. Oh, thanks. Should we close with a prayer? That sounds great. Okay. Thanks. You and the fathers. Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Father, we thank you for creating us, for creating us a wonder of your loving hands. We ask for every grace to trust the beauty that you have stitched into our beings, the beauty you desire us to bring to life and to communicate, the, the beauty that comes forth as a fruit of our receptivity to the initiative of, of your love, of the life of your Holy Spirit. So we ask for every grace to live this adventure with you and in you and uh, to give our yes in imitation of Our Lady with the same strength and depth and courage and trust, humility and virtue. We ask all of this and we thank you ahead of time and we praise you as we say glory be to the Father 
to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. God bless and keep all of you. We can't wait to be with you next week. Praying for you. See you next time. This was Let Love Podcast with the Sisters of Life, a religious community of women consecrated for the protection of the sacredness of human life. Be assured of our prayers and learn more at sistersoflife.org.